All right, you're back for another episode of Bringing It Home with Sarah and Tennille. Peanut butter and jelly. What <laughs> is the topic of this podcast? I know. Y'all remember that song, don't you? I know. Peanut, <laughs> peanut butter. I was jamming jelly. over here. <laughs> I know. What a fun song. I think we all sang that as kids. I think so. Well, that song is highlighting uh, March as National Nutrition Month. How nutritious is peanut butter and jelly? Well, you can make it work in small amounts. So okay. we're going to talk about that. But, uh, you know, for our listeners, it's really hard to find songs about food. So, <laughs> so we're just having a little fun with that one today. But it is um, March and it's National Nutrition Month. So there's a lot of things that we could talk about in relation to our dietary needs. Um, but we really want to focus on picky eaters. Do you Ooh. have any picky eaters? Thankfully, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been down that road, and we've kind of moved past it. So. I know you're glad. I think you're still <laughs> dealing with some of it, aren't you? Oh, yes. Um, I think a lot of parents out there can identify with picky eaters and the frustration that comes along with it. Um, but, yes, my son is a very picky eater. I will say he's 11. As you all know, I've talked about him on here before. He, he's getting a little bit more adventurous in his food choices, but uh, not on his own. But with prompting, he will. He, he's doing a little better. So hopefully we'll grow out of this at some point. But yes. And it does. It sure. takes time for a lot of them. My struggle was water um, dealing with you. Charleston. We would say, you know, we're drinking water for dinner tonight. And he would choke on his food before he would drink his water. <laughs> this is when he was little. Yeah. And over the years, he decided that water was important for him to stay healthy and fit and athletic. Okay. And now water is part of what he does. So we just want to encourage the parents not to give up if That's they're dealing exactly with a picky right. eater. Because exactly that thing right. kind of evolved on its own. It's nothing magical. Yeah. But we do have some tips that we can share. Definitely. Let's let's talk about some of those. Um you know, we never ever want to force a meal or a snack on a child because they may not be hungry. And you don't want to begin to associate any kind of meal time with anger, frustration, anxiety. You know, truly meal time should be a peaceful time, a time that the family can try to sit down and and yeah. discuss or you know, in the mornings before school or work, you know, it's not a good time for an argument about food. You no. know, you just need people to sit down, eat their breakfast, and let's get out the door. Food is a pleasant topic. We don't right. we don't want to make it a negative no. by fighting over it. No, and most of us grow up saying, you know, make a happy plate, things like that. And that's not always the right thing to do. We just want them to eat, yes. to try. So, you know, number one, guys, and this is hard, but don't force them to eat. No. You know, don't, well, you need this. They're starving children in places. Yeah, that's true. But if they don't eat that meal, that's not going to affect. Are we going to mail it off somewhere? Right. No, we're not. So, so guilt doesn't need to be associated with food. No, it doesn't. I also think it's really important to remember how old your children are um, and give them the appropriate portion sizes. So they don't need the same amount that... We, which most adults are getting <laughs> right, too much, right. but they really don't need as much as we need. Right. Start small, and then if they want more, you can give them more, those kinds of things. Um, give them the opportunity to ask for it, those types of things. We don't need to, you know, overload their plate and then expect them to eat every bite when their tummies are just not as big as, as a, an adult's stomach. So, there was something you did uh, with your kids about their age, wasn't it? Yes, and I still do this, uh, especially with my, my daughter, who's seven. Um, if there's a food on the plate that they don't want, 
I make them eat their age, okay? Okay. So basically, let's say there's some broccoli. Just, you know, I'm exposing them to something repeatedly. Mm -hmm. But there's broccoli on their plate. They don't like it. They have to eat however many bites as to however old they are. So Bailey-Ann would have to eat seven bites. And Wyatt, he's getting on up there. He would have to eat 11 bites. He's going to finish the broccoli. Well, see, and I usually, as I'm fixing their plate, judge that ahead of time. So then there's like, oh, well, I ate it all and it wasn't that bad. Or they just suffer through it and eat it. Now, if it's a food I know they cannot stand, like my son does not like peanut butter, like detest it. I would never force him to do this. You wouldn't play the peanut butter jelly song for him. and try to make it fun? No. No. Okay. But, you know, fruits and vegetables and things that I'm trying to get them to try more often, I'll I'll play the eat your age game and nine times out of ten, it works. Okay. I know one thing that a lot of people do that kind of sabotage their attempt to get their kids to eat more foods. Um, They let kids drink juice and milk between meals and it's probably not a good practice because they're getting full because these things have calories Mm -hmm. and so when we sit down to lunch or dinner uh, if the child has already had juice and had milk they're able to skip out on those foods that may not be their favorites because they're not hungry so how about serving water between meals that's a great idea you know that keeps the child's appetite for the foods that we want them to eat those healthy foods yeah don't let them walk around like if you have a toddler don't let them walk around with a full sippy cup all day long because then they're not going to want to eat because they're full right and another tip on that when we go out to eat um my kids if i let them they will drink a whole entire soda or whatever before their food even arrives and then they're not hungry so you can ask them to bring your drink with your meal you know those kinds of things so that they're not getting full just on the beverage and not waiting for the food Right, and I know a lot of time with young kids, discussing the food helps, right? Oh, yeah. We need to eat with our senses, which that sounds weird. But even as adults, we need to do that. A lot of people eat in a hurry. But you need to stop, and especially with our kids, look at the color. Look at the shape. um, Smell it. You know, a lot of foods have texture. Eat with your senses. And, you know, small bites. Truly help yourself dive into that food and get to know it. I tell people, make a rainbow on your plate. Make your plate colorful and inviting because we eat with our eyes before we ever put anything in our mouth. And that's just interesting saying slow down and really thinking about what we're eating because many times the first comment we make about our meal is at the end when we eat the last bite and say, whoo, that was good. <laughs> we didn't talk about anything right, right. until it was over. And so are we truly enjoying the experience? And the same goes for our kids. Yes. And, you know, I tell parents all the time, do not be a short order cook in your own home. (laughs) You know, don't prepare one meal for yourself and your spouse and then prepare a whole separate meal for your picky eater. That is not encouraging that child to venture out and try different things. If they know Mm -hmm. they're going to win this power struggle and you're going to eventually make that peanut butter and jelly sandwich, why would they try the baked chicken Right. if they know it's going to end in their favor? So we really recommend that parents not do that. You know, even if they won't eat what's in front of them, encourage them to stay at the table during the designated meal time because it could be, well, I don't want to stop playing the video game and eat or I don't want to stop watching the television and eat. So I'm not hungry. I want to go back. It's important to make the child stay at the table during the duration of mealtime. That's a rule at our house. Even if you get done before everybody else, you stay in your seat. So you can't just hurry up and get back to what you're doing. No, because that's 
that's like our undivided attention together. You know, we, uh, that, that's a biggie at our house. So what if you involve the child in the process? Does that make it more likely that, that he or she will eat? Oh gosh, yes. If you take them to the grocery and let them kind of help pick out the fruits and vegetables or help make the menus, um, let them get their hands dirty and do some of the cooking, you know, to the level that they can, kids are far more likely to try something new or maybe even something they thought they didn't like because they have helped with it. And, you know, giving them a choice, you mentioned the grocery store, instead of saying, do we want to get apples, saying, okay, do we want to get apples or do we want to get oranges? Okay, yeah. Do we want broccoli this week or cauliflower this week? Mm -hmm. You know, Let giving them, them a choice, yeah. but um, there needs to be a choice between some healthy options. I agree. I love that. And then they feel like they've got a little ownership in you know, the foods that are going to be presented to them at home. Yeah. I think that's really a great idea. Hey, you know, some of this falls back on us. We've got to model good behavior. <laughs> yep. You know, if I'm sitting there eating a Twix, I don't know why Twix is on my mind, but if I'm sitting there eating a Twix, I can't expect my child to want to snack on carrots. No. So I've got to be doing what I'm asking them to do. Right. You have to model the behavior that you want to see in your children. You do. So we just don't need to buy that kind of stuff. If yeah. that's becoming an issue at home, yeah. they're always going to opt for, not always, some kids don't, but a lot of kids and, and adults, we're going to opt for that candy or whatever that makes you feel good, you know, but we need to remember we need nutritious snacks yeah. as well as sometimes a fun snack. We got to be gatekeepers. That's I mean, right. if we know we don't have the self-control not to eat it if it's in the house and most of us don't, right. it just doesn't need to be in the house. And we're the ones that are purchasing that the kids are not. Right. So if it's if if we don't bring it in, they're not going to have the opportunity there to eat it. Right. I, another thing that you can do is just add kind of slip some fruits or vegetables in things that you may not normally see them or that Ooh. you can hide them well. Sneaky. <laughs> yeah, you know, chop up some broccoli or green peppers and put it in your spaghetti sauce. You know, um, you can top your cereal or your yogurt with some fruit. And kids, they might enjoy that. Hey, you know, come here. What kind of fruit do you want to put on here? And let them do that. Uh, do grate up some zucchini or grate up some carrots and stir that in a casserole. They're never going to notice. You know, mm. and not that I think we need to hide things, but if you truly are in a battle with a picky person, you know, you may have to go on some covert little <laughs> <laughs> ways here and, and slip it in. You know, soup is a great way to get, get fruits and vet, not fruits, excuse me, vegetables in, um, just kind of think about that breads. You can do some breads that have fruits or vegetables in them. So think of ways that you can kind of sneak it in. Mm -hmm. And then you know they're going to be getting that that fruit or vegetable. Another thing that's really important that we do at our house as well is turn off the TV and no gadgets at the table. We have what we call the no phone zone. I've, I've talked about that before on one of our previous podcasts, but you got to focus on the the you know what's at hand, not the TV, not the phone, not the tablet. Um, put it away and focus on eating. And focus on being together. You know, it's really important. And there's a lot of advertising on TV for unhealthy foods that appeal to kids. No ads for broccoli. Not, not often. Uh, no. No. If you're watching, especially like a kids network, you're going to see a lot of high sugar foods being advertised. Yeah. So, but, but it's really important. Turn that TV off. Don't bring gadgets to the table. Have a, you a no phone zone. 
and enjoy the time together and really focus on eating. Then you can talk to your kids about what they're eating. Yeah, that's true. You know. And then just a word about dessert because that's something that all kids wait for. All adults wait for. We like <laughs> dessert. Um, one of the things we don't want to do, um, we don't want to send the message that dessert is the best food. And so many times we'll tell the children, okay, if you finish your food, you can have dessert or you can't have dessert until you clean your plate. I'm guilty. So that sends the <laughs> message though, Sarah, that right. dessert's the best thing. So if you hurry up and eat the carrots, we can get to the good part. That's right. You're, and, you're right. You know, we don't want them to just think of dessert as the good part. And so what we might do is just have dessert one or two nights a week. Dessert doesn't need to be every night. Yeah. So dessert is just an occasional thing. And we can also change our idea of what dessert is. For example, fresh fruit can be our dessert. You know, strawberries make a oh, good dessert. So you true. know, different types of berries and things like that. Yogurt yeah. can be our dessert one night. Mm -hmm. So these are the types of desserts that our children are looking forward to, but we're looking forward to them eating it because we know it has a health benefit. That's right. So we're being sneaky again. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it is National Nutrition Month, but these are things that we need to practice every day, all year. Yeah, we do. And, you know, if you really are concerned that your child is not getting the nutrition that they need, you know, talk to your pediatrician about right. it. You know, if they're not growing the way that they should or they're not eating enough, in your opinion, mm -hmm. you know, get some professional guidance on it. Most definitely. So that you don't have to worry about that day in and day out. And, you know, our our child's eating habits not going to change overnight because it wasn't developed overnight. And, you know, we have to keep in mind that there are just going to be some foods they don't care for. There's well, some foods I don't care for. I was about for. to say that the same with adults, you know. But you, we don't need to replace that with junk. We need to find um, healthy options. Okay, so as we close out, I'm going to ask you a question. What is one healthy food that you just do not like? I don't like tomatoes. You don't like tomatoes no. in anything? I, I like them cooked and stuff. Like, I like tomato sauce. Okay. But a fresh tomato... No, no, I don't even want to slice on my hamburger. Like, no. So hold the tomatoes. On everything, yes. Okay. All right. Just I want to like them, but I just don't. Okay. Just what want a little confession. Cabbage. Oh, no, I, love I don't like the consistency of cabbage. It's it's something texture. about the texture doesn't work for me. Now, I love coleslaw, okay. but once you cook it and it's just cabbage, <laughs> I don't want it anymore. See, so we both like these items, but in certain We forms. like it the way yeah. we like it. That's and our right. kids are going to be the same way. So we can't we expect them, them to like slack. everything. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So hopefully we've helped you with your picky eater at your house. And thank you for joining us on this edition of Bringing It Home with Sarah and Tennille. In the words of Bob Marley, be sure to live the life you love and love the life you live. Take care until next time.